opportunity, boy, that's it. And it's all said and done when the going gets tough and the tough gets going. You just go ahead and run. Cause opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. They're being constructive or they jealous of the outcome. It's not about the times you fail. It's about the times you got up. And I don't even care what the fuck your excuses is. Fact is, you just blame the cause of foolishness. What you think I'm doing is you gotta get up, get going, and just move on. Don't look towards the past, you gotta groove on. You procrastinating now, you gotta get that motivation. I already created a track called Inspiration. Gotta get up, get going, and get Best fucking sauce. Awesome. Go ahead, kid, go ahead, so live your life. Hey, that was a new intro that I just clicked on that I didn't realize was a thing. Welcome, everybody, to Wrestling Talk Now, where, of course, we are going to run it down. Jesus, we already have a comment. Uh, oh, that's just Stream Elements. We're good. Welcome, everybody, to Wrestling Talk Now. This is Rundown Thursday nights, as always. And as always, we seem to be missing people. <laughs> this time around, though... Um, before I uh, mention my co-host here, of course, we got a lot to talk about. We got SummerSlam that went on. We also got Ric Flair's last match. And uh, we got what happened on Raw and Dynamite and a little bit of breaking news. Uh, nothing overly too crazy, but I'm sure there's stuff to talk about there. Before we go through all of that, though, of course, I have my co-hostist with the mostest, Jeff T. How goes it, good sir? I'm doing very well. Thank you for that uh, warm introduction. I, I do what I can. I do what <laughs> I can. Cool. Um, so I guess we'll start with, first of all, did you watch Ric Flair's last match? I did. Last I did. match? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> it was, uh... <sighs> I don't know what to say about the the event like the event itself. I saw some of the other matches, the undercard. I think it was okay. You know, I think it was well booked. It was, you know, I mean, for what it was, you know. Obviously, the selling point is uh, Ric Flair's last match, right? But the match itself, I mean, the tag match there, it was kind of like, eh. Man, well, it <clears throat> turns out he passed out. He had legitimately passed yeah. out. Um, he was literally down on the ring apron for like five minutes. And then Andrade yeah. went to go tag him in. And um, yeah, it looked like he was just out of it. And just by his mouth being open, you can tell that he was just uh, lacking whatever oxygen to his brain. He was passed out. He needed to get air quick. Um, and that turns out <laughs> that's kind of what it was. He it was okay, apparently. Uh, two doctors checked him out. He still went freaking partying with Kid Rock apparently that night too. Yeah, so... he seemed he seemed uh, like even afterwards, like obviously probably tired and you know he For his sure. classic classic Ric Flair flash uh, fashion he bladed and uh, bled a lot. So I'm sure that was that's what probably led to him passing out. Wouldn't be surprised. Mm. <sighs> but you know it was it was okay. I, mean, I can't say it was bad. Uh, the match itself, I know a lot of people online saying. The match should have never happened, that it was terrible. It's like, you know. Well, it, I mean, what, it wasn't what, as what bad. are you gonna expect? What are you gonna expect from it? That that that's yeah. the question. You know what I mean? It's more that's it's it. more this it's more you're watching that the spectacle of the fact that not even a spectacle, but the fact that it's is like you said, we'll use in quotations his last match. Right. <clears throat> you know, 
which doesn't mean that he won't be involved in wrestling. He just probably won't wrestle anymore. You know? Doesn't mean he he can't you know be a manager of some sorts. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and also to the point of. Um, you know, I don't think he should. I mean, just, I mean, he didn't really do much. I think he did in total three bumps during yeah. the entire matchup and that was it. Mm. Uh, but even with that, he had passed out. Of course, we had mentioned he wasn't going to take his blood thinners during the match <laughs> the hand bleed, and obviously therefore not cause more danger to his health and uh, risk of him actually dying. Yeah. That's a, um, that's another thing too. You have to, we have to take it. How goes it crazy Cal? Thanks for coming in. <clears throat> It's another thing you have to take into consideration, too. The guy came off of a pretty big health scare, so. Right. Uh, I think it was uh, Billy Graham who had posted on his Facebook page saying that it was a complete disrespect to <coughs> doctors and uh, whatever have you. These people risk their lives. These people risk their, you know, time and so on to help. <sighs> you know, make you better. And then you go and do something stupid as this. I, I kind of get that. Um, at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. Uh, he was helping his son-in-law out. Ric Flair likes to be in the spotlight, no matter in which way, shape or form. Um, I, I truly thought, um, you know, he maybe might have died in the ring. Uh, and I think that's kind of maybe what Ric Flair almost kind of wants just so yeah. they could, be that legacy of, hey, I'm a true wrestler through and through. So much of the fact <laughs> that I died in this ring, just where my spotlight is and what yeah. I like to do, kind of thing. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's that's not the first time you've heard that you would hear that or expect that from certain wrestlers, you know what I mean? So, no, exactly. Um, we're, 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 all, we're all happy, we're happy that it didn't happen, but yeah. right. Right. Yeah, but it, it was better than I guess expected. Uh, I was really surprised with Jeff Jarrett, um, only to realize he's still young. He's only like 55. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. I was shocked. I thought he was older. So I was like, man, Jarrett looks really good. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, he's only 55. But isn't uh, he? Uh, does, I, I was actually surprised because isn't he in WWE's front office? Uh, well, he's in some kind of management role, but it doesn't necessarily matter i don't think especially for a rick flair thing yeah, uh, i don't think pass, so. he probably got a pass okay you know what uh yeah help you know because everyone in that ring knew how to protect flair andrade uh and jay lethal are obviously professionals through and through andrade is not going to risk anything happen to his sure. father-in-law um Boom. Hello, hello. Thank you, uh, Ambrosia, for coming on through. We certainly appreciate the view, the watch, and the support. Um, and obviously, Jay Lethal, who trained Ric Flair, is not going to, you know, um, risk all not his all work. Out. Not go all out. And anyone, honestly, if anything happened to Flair in that match, I feel like any of those wrestlers' careers would be, like, over. They would be synonymous with Ric Flair... Uh, you know, dying in the ring or getting really badly injured or something to the point of, you know, yeah, it would look bad I, on you. I get you. I Go understand ahead. your, I understand your point, but I don't, they gave him permission. I, yeah. I guess that's big red. Crazy. Not me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I guess he has insider info that we don't, maybe he's yeah. friends with Conrad. No, oh, geez. <clears throat> but um, I understand your point about, let's say like them, maybe, 
you know, having like a, a dark cloud over them if something would have happened to him. Right. At the end, at the end of the day, Ric Flair is an adult. I mean, this is what he wanted to do, and you know, he knew it was a payday. That's what it was. That's all yeah. it was for him. Really, it was a payday. So, I mean, maybe it was like a, if it is indeed his last match, which I think it would be. Uh, it's right. it, it's a decent enough way to go out. I mean, how else would you want to go out? You know what I mean? He could have right. he could have very well called it quits after. Oh, his, well, uh, Shawn Michaels match maybe <clears throat> should have just. Well, yeah. he even wrestled after that with. Uh, I think he did an impact with in, in TNA. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Which he wrestled. Was a pretty the, decent match. Yeah, he even wrestled Jay Lethal too in in, uh, in TNA. So, oh, <laughs> but that 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 again, like you know, it's it's nothing new. A wrestler says, "Look at Terry Funk. How many times has he retired, unretired, and you know, what I mean, right?" <clears throat> so. It was okay. It was it was fine for what it was. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. And honestly, the the rest of the card too. I, this is my first time uh, seeing Jacob Fatu as well. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, uh, give me more. This guy was pretty fire um, inside and outside the <laughs> ring. He was. I almost want to say he's the most athletic out of that family, but that's a bold statement and won't go that far. But I definitely want to see more of his matches. There was a triple A matchup too. Um a lot of it was a pretty decent card. So in reality I kind of knew that the last match, although that's what the spectacle was for, uh the last yeah. match was probably going to be the worst match uh on the card. So um yeah but he didn't die. Uh he's there uh, I, did, I I I could have done without seeing Jerry Lawler um, in the back <laughs> with Jarrett, but you know it is what it is. It's um, Jim Crockett Promotions and all that. I also could have done with that really old school outro and intro that looked really bad. But yeah, you know it's cool. old school. It's whatever promoting the olden days, the local area. It was in Memphis. Was it, was it Memphis? Nashville. It was in Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. So. Um, yeah, you know, it was what it was. He didn't die. And, um, you know, I guess it's if you paid for the full thing, you got a pretty good roast out of it, too, on the StarCast events. Uh, roast yeah, the, 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 ro- the roast was all right. It was all right. I don't know if Eric Bischoff was just drunk, but he went on some kind of freaking tension about shaving his balls and not being old. Yeah, yeah, that was um, weird. Very was... weird. Um, Jim, uh, N- Brian Knobs there. You know, I figured he was not going to make sense, and you know, I figured right. He ne- um, he, ne- he never did when he even when he was sober, <laughs> right? So, you know, uh, but he lost a bunch of weight. I was like, oh shit, look at him go. So yeah, I know, guess he. Uh, I guess from from what they said, he had a a pretty big health scare. So it's it's nice mm-hmm. to see that uh, you know he's doing all right. He took that seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was uh the Ric Flair shindig. That was technically on Sunday, so we're backtracking a bit. Mm. SummerSlam. So let me we take got... a deep breath and uh, exhale because I'm gonna have to take a deep breath on this one. <laughs> okay, so let's let's bring the uh our viewers here who are watching maybe a little bit of context. So obviously we all were watching slums uh slum slam <laughs> summer slam. It was it was uh, it was a was slum a slam for, for some of the some, some of the for, uh, the event, yeah. For, for some of us, and we we suddenly realized that some of our co-hosts are hardcore marks. Um, and I would have loved to have um blasted them, but uh they had other things to do. 
Um, <coughs> a little too overzealous. Let's see. A little too overzealous. Uh, everyone's talking about it being a new era now. SummerSlam was the greatest SummerSlam ever. Um, uh, this is not just our, our co-host necessarily, but just a bunch of Twitter talk I was just reading afterwards. Um, just people just overselling SummerSlam. I, I look at look. I get women's match was fire. Best match of the night for me personally. Um, yes, I did enjoy Bailey come out with Dakota Kai and uh, EO Sky now. No longer EO Shirai, but EO Sky. Um, and that was cool. That was great. That's setting up. At least we got Bailey back. That was a Triple H call up uh, and very last minute. So that was a Triple H thing, uh, which is why it might have seemed that they didn't kind of know what uh, to do when they got in the ring and it wasn't really <laughs> planned properly, yeah. but certainly a good surprise. And that, that unfortunately was it until, um, you know, the end with Brock and uh, Roman, but we just got to see Logan Paul. Logan Paul looks legitimate as a wrestler. Yeah. He's pretty good. You could tell pretty that good. he puts the work in. That's it. So there is definitely respect there. And, uh, you know, for wanting to uh, on your first match or I guess second match for wanting to do a five star or a frog splash to the announce table. Pretty gutsy, pretty ballsy. And uh, I plot him to that. Obviously, he was going to win. You know, Miz can take the L. You would. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. You know, so. uh, Yeah, because the loss, the loss doesn't hurt the Miz. No. Exactly. And there would be no point if, especially Logan Paul's multi-year contract, um, you know, we're definitely going to be seeing more of him. Um, Did mention on Raw, I was it Raw, I think on Raw on a segment that he will be back sooner than later. Probably just be there for the events, the special events. (sighs) Yeah, he'll Um, be, he'll be a special attraction. Special attraction sort of ordeal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, here, here's my, here's my take on like, kind of like what we, touched on at the beginning mm-hmm. you know and it's kind of like what i brought up in a previous show uh where i think a lot of people got a little overexcited at the pg-14 rating you know it's like right hold your horses take a breather the year is not even finished yet i mean right. has raw it's it's as it's already on right the 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 whole PG fourteen. Well, I think Hulu <laughs> is already categorizing categorizing it as PG fourteen. I honestly didn't pay attention to when it started. But it's a, it's it as said. of J- July eighteenth, I think. Right. Well, that was the rumor, and I don't think they technically changed to July eighteenth. But I think it's there because now I'm hearing Seth Rollins say, "Uh, bitch," like really loudly on Raw. So I feel like it's there now. Yes. <laughs> okay, so. If that's what everyone who's a WWE will use the M word, I don't want to offend anybody, so we'll use the M word. Mm. If everyone's going to get overexcited about this just because he's allowed to say bitch on, on TV, mm-hmm. let's, let's just calm down first, okay? Equally with the people who thought that, you know, after one event, after one match, oh, the new era has begun. It's like... Let, let, let's see how the rest of the year pans out. Let's get to next WrestleMania and let's see how every other event throughout that year leading up to the next WrestleMania is. <clears throat> now, it's like I've, I, I listen to a lot of uh, various wrestling podcasts where you'll have guys like Kevin Nash has spoken about Triple H, which you expect him to say good things. And I'm not trying to discredit right. him. 
absolutely not. I'm not. But at the end right. of the day, they have to whether their creative process is way more advanced than Vince, they have to still answer to a board of directors, regardless, regardless of right. what they want to change. Right. You know? So if this PG 14 thing, if they start taking it a little bit too far and their board of directors is saying, Hey, we're losing a lot of, especially now in this day and age where, you know, we'll say cancel culture. Mm-hmm. If shit and bitch is viewed as too, like risque and kids start tuning out, which means less se- less merch selling, All right? Less ratings. Guess what? That PG fourteen rating doesn't mean shit because if they start losing money because of that, and if the board of directors say, "Okay, guys, let's go back to what we had," then the whole hype around this PG fourteen thing is is nothing. That's why I think it's like, hey, let's just take a break. Let's take a breather, relax. And see mm-hmm. the way it goes to Mania. I think, I mean, <laughs> yes, we're we're obviously gonna watch for that as well. But I think in terms of seeing changes uh with what Triple H is doing. So, first of all, let me the PG 14 rating was a USA thing, apparently. It was announced by USA that they would allow WWE to do that. Uh so it, I think it's technically up to WWE if they want to push the threshold to doing a lot more mature content and so on and so forth with the PG-14 era. Triple H might take advantage of that since AEW is PG-14. And, you know, Triple H automatically assumes that they are competition between each other, which is rightfully so. Uh, So I think Triple H will start doing more with that. I don't think they'll take it full-fledged attitude era um, because that just wouldn't work. In today's day, uh, because P- because PG 14, 15, 20 years ago, or or twenty five years ago, isn't PG fourteen the way it is today? So it's right. not like the you know it's it's not the same. That's thing, now so. more like eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's exactly it's rated it. R. Yeah. So so that's another thing too. Is WWE gonna want to go full book? Because what do they gain out of it? Like, I think about honest, it. what do they gain just, out of it. Maybe a little bit more intensive and real life storylines <clears throat> to go along with. Stuff. Yeah, but you could you could do that without having to say bitch on TV. They've, they've oh no, you can. It, they, they've been doing it now. They've been doing it as of what for for years. So it's like right. So that's why, and it, it's like the point I made when this whole thing was announced, where I almost feel that the announcement of this PG fourteen rating was because the company had so much bad heat against against them because of what happened with what was going on with Vince and the investigation that it's almost like, Hey, let's throw this out there. Yes. Maybe it's an idea that they had. Let's throw this out there. Let's try to detract the, and get rid of the negative, the, 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 the heat that we have against the company now because of what Vince is saying. And let's have right. people talk about something else. You know what I mean? That's why I think it was more of a deterrent as opposed to saying, Hey guys, we're changing, you know? Right. Uh, That's, I could and, be wrong, but I, I just say it. The, the cor- like in a corporate, if you look at it in a corporate structure, obviously, if we all ran a company and we had negative press about us, aren't you going to try to find a way to detract that? Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. <laughs> um, F4F, what's F4F? I don't know if this guy's a troll or not, technically. Um, yeah. Okay, either way. 
I'll just put them up just in case because it's just a it's just a hashtag. It's just an emoji. Uh, yeah, and I mean, we'll, we'll see because I think they can still make uh, more storylines for adults. Um, <laughs> bam. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Um, I, I, we'll see. I, I think, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a language thing. Um, I think it could also be, um, concepts. I think it could also just be concepts, uh, just a little bit more blading, a little bit more bleeding, a little bit more weapon using kind of thing, uh, within certain matches, more, no DQs, more, no fall counts, anywheres, falls count anywhere kind of thing. Um, I don't necessarily think that, um, you know, it would need to be, whoops. I don't think it would necessarily just need to be just swearing all the time because um, unless specific moments where it would work good for a certain storyline, bam, you know yeah, what? Because, you are an yeah. asshole. Ah, yeah. Whatever. You know what a- I mean? like, AEW does it, but they do it in a calculated way where it's not just for the sake of saying shit on, on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's the way I think it, you know? So I, I think it's, I think some people have to just, you know, calm down yeah. a little bit. Slow your roll. And I, it's a mix between, yes, PG-14 with Vince McMahon. And now everyone was behind Triple H. So they're thinking of NXT. And look, I think Triple H will do fantastic. I really do think that. And I'm just not going to go and jump on. Um, you know, I mean, SummerSlam wasn't that great of a pay-per-view it wasn't the best pay-per-view of the year for a wwe standard even but it's it's Um, a new beginning though it's a new beginning it's a new new beginning it's a new new era it's the triple h era look and 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 that's not discrediting triple h a lot of that was maybe written before trips could even do anything heck it was friday you know what I mean? So, like, exactly. this is not me discrediting Triple H on anything that he can do and what he can come up with. We saw Raw. Raw was a bit different, uh, for sure. Um, we saw a lot more wrestling on Raw than we usually would. It didn't start with a prom. Well, it did, technically, with Becky. But uh, then it wasn't like a 15-minute promo sort of ordeal. Yeah. Um, and, oh, my God. So I didn't realize you can just make the U.S. championship in one day, make it look like it is one of the top tier titles aside from the you know world title. So those matches to me were fucking fire. Um, love that Mustafa Ali was utilized the way that he was. That Styles Clash, oh my mm. god, perfect fire. Um, I, I really enjoyed Raw just as a wrestling aspect of it. <laughs> Um, and I think it is going towards, uh, the right direction. Um, Champa, you know, great wrestler. We saw him in NXT do so much. He will now face Bobby Lashley. Curious to how that will go given the complete size difference and just total different wrestling. Yeah. The dynamic is different. The dynamic is very different. So that should be very interesting. And look, Raw was probably a pretty good Raw. That you know, a, probably one of the best Raws I've seen, maybe in the last two, three months, if not more. You know what I mean? So certainly going into a right direction. But I'm not gonna go. I, I've been burned too much by WWE to, um, you know, just oh my god, let's go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Great, you're on the right track. Let's keep going. Let's Don't, pull it yeah. forward. 
Don't jump uh, don't on the bandwagon too soon. Too soon. Um, yeah. And look, that and marks don't know <laughs> that they're marks, and that's what they'll do. And they, you know, just, I mean, do what you want. You know, great. And then you can be one of those, but, oh, look, I told you guys. But then if it falls flat on your face, you know, uh, you're going to be miserable again. I'm well, happy where it's going. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, I mean, look, is, you know, you want to give Triple H credit for so far, you know, mm. but you want to give him credit for, and, you know, people I like to think that, oh, he's going to do great just because NXT was great when he was running it. Well, right. how great how great was it because they were still losing to AEW? You know, regardless right. when AEW started, okay? It was, it was some back and forth, but they were still losing. This is while he was still in charge, okay? So so uh, it's like that's that's why I, though, technically. No. No, no, it wasn't it wasn't crazy. I mean, there wasn't a huge uh this like, you know, difference in the ratings, but regardless, mm-hmm. you're coming up against an upstart now, now you have now you can granted you could say the same thing about NXT, but NXT has a WWE name attached to it, so you everyone is gonna think that oh my god, this is gonna be great. Okay. And for the right. most part, it had some great matches. I'm not I'm not gonna say otherwise. Right. But it's just that I think you know, let's judge him leading up to next WrestleMania. Let you know it's like I think it's you, a bit you, long, but that's fair. No, because because listen, at the end of the day, the success of the company is mainly based on where they've gone, leading up to the next WrestleMania, right? Because right. that yeah. that's the that's their biggest show of the year, right? And if you're gonna do a two night exactly. show again, that, that's mm. that's what's always been. It's always been like that. It's always like the success of the company is based on how they how is that WrestleMania received, you know? Right and. I just think it's just a little too early now. You could, let's go back to like you said, Raw um, being a good show. They would have shot themselves in the foot if Raw was shit. Yeah, any any absolutely. of the good press, any of the good press you would have gotten about SummerSlam would have been thrown right out the window. Is if if your live television right. show two days after is complete garbage. Yeah, you know so, absolutely and. <clears throat> and so you, you, USA kind of, giving commercial yeah. free too uh, was kind of telling you something. I thought that was just a rumor, but then I'm like, oh shit, there legit is no commercials on the first hour. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, that's you really nothing, had to go new, out though. with a bang. That's nothing new though. They used to do that with a lot. They used to do that back in the day. So I don't think did that's they? Anything. Okay. Yeah, okay. maybe maybe not for an entire hour, but I don't think it's anything new. So look. look. If if I want to if I want to give my final point on this, not to let it drag on too much, right. it was an it was an okay pay per view, at best. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll say that it was fine, it was watchable, you know. But at the same time, it's like let, let let's get to next April, and let's see where you are, because then after if every if it's relatively mediocre throughout the entire year leading up to next WrestleMania. And we all know that WrestleMania, they might there might be a return of some sorts. There's gonna be someone that does a crazy high spot, you know, which is what you right. would expect, right? Because that's right. what you have to that's what always sells WrestleMania. <clears throat> if the rest of the year is mediocre, then it's almost like, well, how smart and how great of a um, creative mind is Triple H? You know, because now he's head of creative now. People have right. to answer to him. Right. So 
That's why that's why I'm saying let's wait until Mania because it's giving you enough time to produce Raw SmackDown and NXT. Mm-hmm. Let's see how those lead up and how other subsequent pay-per-views before WrestleMania. Right. And uh and we'll you know, just wait. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, and and that's fair. Um <laughs> and it's too early, guys. Just calm down. Yeah. Um, you know, like big red. We <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh technically uh some crazy one was uh part of that too. He was a bit too <laughs> over anxious. Um yeah, and and look, we're, I, I'm excited though, uh, and I think we'll even see what trips can do for NXT when NXT goes against all out on Sunday on September 4th. Okay, they're um, they're 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 back to back. Uh, they're at the same night. They're at the same night. So pay per view, <sighs> pay per view. Um, if that's, I think that's still going on. Yeah. So uh, September 4th, NXT Takeover versus All Out. Mm. So we will see what happens. I probably will be watching All Out first of all because I feel like there's just so much there already that I'm gonna want to be there for. <laughs> sure. Um. And yeah, and th- that's pretty much it. Just wait, wait. It was the okayest pay-per-view. It's certainly better than, I don't know, the last maybe two pay-per-views from WWE, maybe. I'll, I'll take that. Um, but, you know, it wasn't as good as Mania. Uh, it was definitely better than Elimination Chamber. Um, well, it, you know, it, has to, it has to have some kind of a high standard to a degree because it is, at the end of the day, one of your big three. Right. Right, you know what I mean. It might have been better than Royal Rumble. <clears throat> no, but I mean, it's like it's it's almost like people could, you know, you can give a pass to all the other shitty ones because it's the big three that really matter. You know, WrestleMania, right. Royal Rumble, and SummerSlam, right? Oh, right. Sorry, sorry, the four Survivor Series. If you right. really want to still include Survivor Series in there, but <laughs> it's part it's part of your big four of the year, right? So if you, yeah, you so know, as a SummerSlam. I love the stadium. I thought the stadium was nice and all that. Uh, you know, being outside, that was cool. But, I mean, you know, that doesn't help your product necessarily. But, yeah, it was a decent pay-per-view. Now, not like there was necessarily any bad matches. There was just – but, again, this is still Vince's booking. So, again, just wait, guys. Things might change. Just don't get overhyped. Just let it go. Let it be there. I know you want to – Go and love it again, but if you love too easily, you can just as easily get your heart <coughs> broken. Calm yeah. down, relax, let it just go. Don't don't overhype things, and uh, yeah, just uh, just just let him do what he does. Because then if people push push too much, fans are going crazy, and then I don't know if Triple H is randomly listening and whatever. He's like, oh well, I'm doing a great job. Might get a freaking ego. It's exactly what happened to Ronda Rousey. People were pushing Ronda. Go, Ronda. Ronda's the best, baddest woman on the planet. Blah, blah, blah. I think only WWE used that. And then what did she do? She fucking got all that pressure on her. She fucking lost. And then she fucking bounced. Yeah. Totally different context. But still kind of thing. Don't give him that ego yet. Yes, he's a great mind. And so on and so forth. Oh, uh, we, Eric, don't know, we don't know that. We don't well, know that. I mean, we, we know that a little with how we did NXT. Okay, with what he did with NXT is a pretty good accomplishment. Keep in mind, I'm talking NXT from like 2016 to 2021. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? With what he did with NXT there, pretty good. The black and gold, we are NXT, uh, building the Champas, the Adam Coles of the world, and all that. Um, yeah. Um, so, you know, I have faith in him, but we have to wait. I, it's just an emoji. I, uh, okay, I'm not, uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but thank you for being there. Um, and yeah, so I don't know what else to say aside from just let it go. Let it, yeah. let, let it, let, let it take its course. Let it progress without you freaking overhyping every little decision that he makes. The mm. only person I can say that can do that. And I'll, and I'm, I'll be forever entertained is Michael Cole. Cause Michael Cole seems like he just got off his leash and he's a kid again. And- well, I found, I found, you see, it's a good thing you bring up the announcers. I found that they kind of undersold a lot what happened during the pay-per-view. Like, Edge's oh. return. Like, I found that, like, you know, okay, if people would have known on the internet or if he would have announced it himself, fine. But I find if you look at the way, let's say, Jim Ross would call something, because at the end of the it's an announcer's job to sell what's going on the screen. I think they did announce it, though. I think <clears throat> they announced it on the pre-show. Did because they? someone okay. had mentioned that I didn't watch. I'd have never watched no, the show. No, so I don't want to see an hour but still, of at, at the end of the but day, be a bit more eccentric. Yeah, it's it's the announcer's job to sell what's on on screen, right? What's going on? And right. When it seemed, I don't know. I found that it was extremely unenthusiastic. It's almost like ah, Edge is here. Like very <laughs> like ah, okay. Uh, okay, let's go on. He's here. You know, very. It's like almost like he no sold the fact that Edge was there. You know, like there was no, there was no enthusiasm behind the announcement. You know, so I, I, I and I'm surprised. I, I was a little shocked. I thought they would have put a little bit more energy into that, especially when the crowd, the crowd went crazy. So sell the it. Crowd went crazy. So sell I mean, it, you know, yeah. the, the, <laughs> that's what I don't understand. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, uh, and I don't know. Maybe they were kind of shocked by it too, in the sense that maybe they didn't know. Uh, they probably knew. No. They definitely wouldn't know because I, I know some promoters. Yeah, but I know some promoters like to get the commentators initial reactions for that surprise. Yeah, but WWE is not like that. Oh, OK, that's fair. No, um, that's I think fair. everything, everything no is so else. calculated. So that's yeah. fair. Well, that's why they're a billion dollar industry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's fair. <laughs> but Michael Cole went apeshit uh, during Brock Lesnar's tractor ring. Fucking yeah, he had to. <laughs> he had to. How 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 are you gonna that that happens and you're gonna you have to sell that. If you don't, yeah. then you're a shitty announcer. Yeah, no, exactly. Um it, it it just felt that like Michael Cole though just sounds just more alive. You know, he sounds if you go back to when Vince McMahon was uh, doing the Attitude Era and he was commentating and he mentions everything 5,000 times. My friend had uh, mentioned this to me that literally that's what Michael Cole did for the longest time too, always mentioning kind of uh, just so it, you can get it in your head because that's what mm-hmm. Vince did back in the day. And I'm like, oh shit. So Vince McMahon was literally just living vicariously through Michael Cole without being on commentating. And I guess right. we kind of knew that with how controlling Vince was. But just... <sighs> 
hindsight going back to watching that and then realizing what Michael Cole did and then watching Michael Cole during SummerSlam, uh, it just it felt like a, a newer person in that regard. He's still a goofball, but it just felt like he was a more energetic goofball. You know what I mean? So, All right. yeah, again, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but the edge, I will have to look back at the edge. I, I did feel like there wasn't a crazy like, oh, my God, moment, too, though. I remember the fans popping. There, I, I think I think they should there should have been because they knew they would have known that they would have gotten a crazy crowd reaction. So wouldn't it wouldn't it have added to that reaction from the crowd if the announcers lent that same enthusiasm or just as you know, so, somewhat enthusiastic towards the way the crowd was reacting? You know, right. kind of play off of that, the, the you know, the crowd feedback. As opposed to saying, it's Edge, he's here, rated R superstar. <laughs> it's like, right. fuck, sell the fact that he's coming back. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't know. Right. <laughs> like, oh my God, it's Edge, it's <sighs> Edge, the rated R well, superstar. Well, hold on, it, see, that sounds like something like JR would do. Now, why would JR would do it? Because JR knows how to sell. Right. Facts. You know? Oh no, it's a GLB podcast. I watched some of it. Help me, <laughs> Mister Cash. How goes it? It's not wrestling talk now. Not the GLB podcast. GLB doesn't have a podcast except it's real talk radio. One job. Um, yeah, no. So I mean, I I think also a lot of the commentators are kind of slowly getting back to how they have to react now, right? Because they were for the longest time, they were like, okay, we have to follow Vince's rules and whatever and whatever have you. Um, so they were controlled to a certain extent. And now that that's been lifted, I think it's maybe going to take um, a lot more. It, it's like you're almost restarting again, right? So now you have to find yourself because, especially for Michael Cole, at least. Because you have to find yourself again to be that energetic and so on and so forth. Because with a lot of shit that people have talked about with Vince McMahon um, saying that, like, you know, the guy barely even knew the people's names and anything like that. Um, and then even the editors uh, would have to re-script what he said because he would not follow his own rules of certain words that were banned and so on and so forth. Yeah. So, um <clears throat> yeah, the the guys seem like a crazy control freak, uh, which understandably so. It was his company and whatever, and he was a workhorse. Um, but ultimately, it also sounded like he was dealing with, um, I don't know, like he wasn't necessarily all there anymore. Whether that's old age, working too much, um, out of touch, maybe. out of touch. Uh, dementia a tad you know what i mean like we don't know necessarily <laughs> but um working yourself that hard for that long is going to cause some kind of burnout mixed with being out of touch and uh you know it's just not a good combination and that's what accumulated to the WWE we have today so yeah what, what, what i'm interested to in seeing is how the dynamic of stephanie and nick khan is going to work out that is going to be an interesting one and exactly <clears throat> because is that going to affect creative it could be very well you know i mean triple h might have be head of creative but at the end of the day okay fine his wife is ceo but you know there has to the, well yeah well co-ceo so the, the, there's gonna have to be you know 
if one of them doesn't agree with something, then what happens? Then you have an, an internal struggle, a power struggle, you know, which right. is not a good, which is not a good thing, right? Which we, exactly, <clears throat> which will be interesting to see how that would work out. Yeah, right. Um, I think um, I'm more, I'm more intrigued on that long term because mm -hmm. you you have you have to give it some time. You have no choice. This right. whole process. That's why, like, I know you said that oh, mania might be a little bit too long, but you have kind of no choice to give it a little bit of time maybe six months to a year to see is this really a quote-unquote new era or is it just going to be a little bit more of a polished version of Vince's WWE? You know what I mean? Because that's right. what it, it, well, could, it, it could end up being like that. It could be maybe just a little bit polished, maybe a little change here, a little change there, you know, because you don't want to disturb. Uh, well, I mean, and these changes are going to happen casually anyway, right? Like, yeah. it can't just be instant change. It's impossible for a company to do something for so long a certain way. And then, you know, within a two weeks time, completely be different. Sure, we're noticing different changes. Um, but yeah, I do agree. And especially for the communication breakdown factor between the two co-CEOs and the creative booker and so on, how that uh, demograph uh, dynamic rather is going to work. So um, it's going to definitely take some time. Um, another thing, just to get a, a little point, one last point I want to put on this and we'll, we should move on to something else. Probably. Yep. The <laughs> having the co-CEO thing, I think, in my opinion, in the long run, will be would be detrimental to Stephanie and Triple H. And this is why. Because especially if there is a power struggle, which I wouldn't be surprised in, you know, to a certain degree, there'll be disagreements. Right. But if Nick Khan is able to swerve, and I'm sure he wouldn't be, he would doing that because he's done a pretty good job so far since he's been there. But if you're able to swerve the board of directors on your side to where regardless of whether there's co-CEOs and they're going to side with Nick Khan, if the company is one day going to be sold, guess what's going to happen to Triple H and Stephanie? Yeah, bye-bye. There you go. Yeah, for sure. Um, and he was able to do so much under Vince, right? But Vince, in reality, was thinking, okay, I just want more money. Money, 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 which is, money. Which, right? is, what, which is what Nick Khan did. Which is what Nick Khan did, and Nick Khan was almost Vince McMahon, anyways, right? Um, and Vince let him do that because Vince is like, "Listen, Khan, what are you doing? Is it going to make me more money? Yeah, okay, go. You know what yeah. I mean? To do whatever, decide whatever you want. As long as I'm getting more money out of it, no problem. You exactly. do you, boo boo. You know. So I don't know. If, I don't um, know if he said that, but. <laughs> Pal, you do you, pal. Yeah, yeah, that's that sounds about right. I don't know if Mr. Van would say, you do you, boo-boo. You do you, boo-boo. <laughs> he might. Maybe to one of his other. All right. Let's 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 not give too much more attention to the marks out no. there. Though. No, let's uh let's not. Mark off. Um yeah. Um aside from that, we do in terms of rumor-wise, though, we do have uh potentially rumors have been it's getting even like more not a rumor anymore to the point that Sasha and Naomi, Naomi might, in fact, be coming back to the WWE. Mm. Um, still not entirely confirmed by the WWE, but a lot of reports are now saying that they are in talks <sighs> and that it looks like the only thing that's missing is uh, for the announcement. Um, and I guess that would make sense with Sasha, well, for Naomi especially, 
uh, would make complete sense. But uh, a lot of the issues they were having were with Vince McMahon and creative. So if Vince is out of the picture, um, Triple H obviously has a good uh, rapport with both women and Sasha Banks being, you know, part of NXT back in the day and Triple H really pushing for her and Steph really pushing for the women's revolution and all that. Uh, Sasha has a very close relationship with Trips. So I would definitely see them coming back and would be a good move for WWE, honestly, to especially get Sasha back. Naomi would just be icing on the cake, I guess. I I think for for Sasha, I think she's almost done as much as she can to where if she kind of branched out and went to somewhere like the AEW and kind of made her name even bigger than what it what it is, because there'll be more eyes on her in AEW than if she would have came back to WWE. Because it's like, holy shit, Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks left. Oh my God, what's she doing? What's she up to? You know what I mean? Right. So those those questions are going to put eyes on her, which is going to make, guess right. what? AEW more money, and it's going to make her more money. So Hopefully. If, well, you would think so. I mean, you know. <clears throat> but so that's why I think almost like for personally, I think it would be better for her if she branched out and kind of like, you know, maybe tested the waters elsewhere. See see how how, how strong her name is elsewhere as opposed to just saying oh hey sasha banks is back yay okay what next what now yeah i'd uh i'd agree with that for sure too i think she's done everything she could with wwe you know <laughs> yeah. um which is a good thing it's not it's great. not uh, yeah yeah absolutely i think i think she was probably the biggest driving force behind the women's whatever you want to call the women's revolution in wwe mm-hmm. um because yeah, she was a great performer, you know, good promo. You know, she probably sold a shitload of merch too with a lot of, with yeah. a lot of kids. So <clears throat> it's almost like, okay, what do you do now? You bring her back, okay? Make her feud with someone she's never feuded with, okay? Who? That that people are gonna give a shit. Who are you gonna make her feud with? Right. Um... You know, you're gonna have her feud with Bailey again. Okay, been there, see, been there, done that. Been there, done that. Yeah, Flair, you know? been there, done that. You know. Yeah, like, so that, yeah. that's that's why I think I think for her, if, if if AEW would be smart, they should throw a little bit more money towards her to try to get her to go. And if she, you know, like I said, I think it would be good for her to kind of see how she could branch out elsewhere. I do think, yeah, I I do agree that there would be a lot more eyes on her, though. I think yeah. that would be no doubt a thing. Uh, and just, you know, she has everything, you know, the, um, actress in Mandalorian, uh, Snoop Dogg's cousin. She has a lot of stuff and she's kind of, everyone kind of knows, you know, legit boss, boss time kind of thing. She's, she's really been out there already to the point where people would maybe recognize if you say name the 10 women wrestlers, you know, I think the boss, uh, Sasha Banks would be. No, because even if you're not a legitimate fan, like uh, you don't watch all the time, I think you would know Sasha Banks. Yeah, you you have you have to. And another thing too, for her to kind of stay relevant in WWE, you can't change her gimmick. She has to be the same boss, right? You can't you can't change that. 
Right. Because that's what brought her to the dance. If you, it, it, okay, you know, sometimes people could say, well, if you change it, like look at Bailey, it worked for Bailey, but that was a different dynamic. That was a different case. And really, right. it just, it was just a transition of turning Bailey heel or face. Whereas, whereas with Sasha Banks, that character, that boss character works both heel or face. So if you change her, it's almost like it might not be a good thing for her. And if you bring her back and it's the same thing again, it's okay. Seen that. Been there, done that. Yeah. yeah. We've seen how you are. I mean, unless maybe she turns heel, we haven't seen her be heel for a while. No, no, but um, but the character, the boss but, character, yeah. it works heel or face, regardless. Right. She doesn't really you don't really she doesn't really change much whether she's a heel or face <laughs> right. under that character, which yeah. is good. It's which is fine. And that's that's right. great. You know, you're not you're not having to really change much of the, the dynamic because really to bring her back and to really make an impact where she comes back, it's almost like you'd have to change her character a little bit. Which, yeah. You know, that's, that's my opinion. But mm -hmm. I think it makes more sense that if it's really if you want to keep that hype train of of, of uh, Sasha Banks going along, you have to keep her as is. But how much hype is there really going to be, and how for how long? Right. You know, people might get excited that she came back, and it's kind of like, uh, all right, let's. Yeah, you know. It's going to be like a month thing, and then that's it. You know. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um. And with that, and I, I mean, Tony Khan's going to have a lot to do now too. You know what I mean? It's no longer, hey guys. You don't want to go to WWE because Vince is in control there. You'll be miserable. He can't necessarily use that anymore for when it comes to negotiation <sighs> contracts just because Triple H is really good with communicating with his talent, right? A lot of people loved Triple H. Adam Cole was a really huge fan of Triple H and so on. And da, 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 da. So it would also be interesting to see how Tony Khan now markets himself or to his um, to his wrestlers the, for yeah. negotiating a new contract because it's no uh, longer like, well, you're not going to go there. They might give you more money, but you'll be miserable. You won't wrestle. You won't be uh, in a good storyline. You know, that that I think was one of the things that maybe helped Tony Khan with some negotiations just because of the morale of a lot of wrestlers. So it would also be interesting to see how Tony Khan does deal with that, which... By the way, there was an announcement that Tony Khan has um, in uh, added more people to his um, talent it's relations staff. team. Yeah, staff, which is which is uh, good. Which is good because you know um, you're too big now. You can't just have one guy help you out. Which was um, Christopher Daniels. Now Sanjay Dutt and I think two other people were part of the uh, staff for talent relations. But here's Which, a here's another thing I want to I want to add to that quick quick, is mm -hmm. that no matter, you know, this change that's going on in WWE, does it really mean that wrestlers are going to have more creativity? Because if it's just going to be, a, hey, here's your script, follow it, with a little bit of change there now and then, that creativity doesn't change. So that's what AEW's advantage is, is that the wrestlers have a little bit more freedom. To express right. themselves and with creativity. Well, I mean, we again only time will tell on that, but based on what <coughs> Triple H 
would say, you know, guys, listen, I want everything to be completely transparent. Uh, if you do have anything, please come to me. Um, you know, he is, and this is the head of the book, uh, the creative, the head of creative talking, right? It's not a CEO where it's just that regular, like my door is always open. It's the head of creative telling you that. And he's also talent relations. So he has the two caps on um, in oh, yeah. that regard. We're, 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 we're going to have to see. We're going to have to see how he's able to deal with that job too. Right. You know, as creative as a, of a mind as he may be, now he's in charge of all the creative. So yeah, that's a, that's a different, that's a different step. I almost feel like Paul Heyman will be in that picture too, though. He'll get Paul uh, in there to maybe help out a bit. Um, as well. And, you know, he's, uh, I, I would even, I would even say, you know, maybe try to get Bray as part of your wrestling team, uh, staff instead (laughs) of as opposed to a wrestler. Uh, you want people who have creative mindsets and know the business and Rotunda being a third generation superstar, second generation, third, third, second, third generation superstar. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, you kind of want those kind of people. And we've seen, obviously, him be creative with the Wyatt family, Funhouse, and whatever else have you. The Fiend, obviously. Um, So, I, because you you can't do it alone in that regard. And that's kind of what Triple H's whole spiel. It's not just me. I want to be more open. Come talk to me if you have any ideas. Um, And he has to go complete opposite of Vince. He obviously knows what Vince was doing. He knows it can't just be a one-man show. Uh, so again, it's, it's more of a, we'll wait and see. Um, but yeah. it, it's definitely going to be interesting to watch either way. Um, and I guess will not be interesting to see the marks keep marking out off every little change, <laughs> but you know, it's, New it is here. Territory. New era. Ah! Yeah. It wasn't me who posted that. That that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, aside from that, uh, I guess, did you watch dynamite? Yeah, yeah. I think it was a solid show. Yeah, no, uh, the matches are, you know, it's uh, you know we've we've discussed this many times. You know, you sometimes you'll have a hit and miss with dynamite, but you know when Mm -hmm. the card is booked properly and storylines go the way they're supposed to, you're gonna have a good show. You're gonna have one show that was compelling to watch, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm kind of not surprised of the 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 heel turn, not the heel turn. Well, I, I guess the, the turn on the Young Bucks, I kind of expected that to happen. I'm, I'm a little surprised that it took as long as it did. That's I, why I, kinda, I guess maybe I wasn't expecting it, though. No, but I, I think I think because I wasn't expecting – I knew it was going to happen eventually, but I think the fact that it took so long to happen, I was kind of like, okay, maybe it might not. You know. Mm-hmm. But I think as Adam Cole is giving his promo, you kind of got the feel that uh, maybe something's going to happen here, you know, right. which, which is which is good. You know, you're leading into this uh, uh, trios uh, tag team tournament with uh, with those uh, those belts there, so it would make sense to have the elite against the undisputed era, which maybe sounds like might not be a thing because Adam Cole apparently isn't ready to wrestle yet. Now he just announced that like that. No, but, uh, at least kind of... in, in the, in the long run, like the, 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 that would make sense. That feud would be both, both right. factions. You know what I mean? Maybe right. not right now, uh, not immediately, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see how the, the whole thing kicks off and who gets right. crowned the first uh, AEW. Uh, and that is only happening. So that tournament is only happening at all out. 
technically. Like it's only starting so. at all. Yeah, out. I think it's starting at all out. Yeah. Okay, no one's being crowned at all out. Ah, well, you never know. It might change. Maybe they'll have like eliminator matches throughout the dynamite leading dynamite up to all rampage. out. Okay. Yeah. 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 It would make sense to have a to crown it. You know, kind of like what they, yeah, yeah kind of like what they did with the All Atlantic belt, and I and that's another thing too. I like what they're doing with that. Kind of like, you know, it's not though, on our show. Oh, he's everywhere yeah. else, kind of thing. Yeah. But here's the that's footage cool. for it. Yeah, it's cool. I yeah. like it because you know you and you see it a lot on Dark. His matches that he wrestles overseas are on Dark a lot. You know, so that's, oh, that's okay, cool. yeah. So that's cool. Um, but overall, I mean, I thought, yeah, I thought Dynamite was really good. I have no no complaints about it. It was it was a good it was a good show. Good show, yeah. I, I really enjoyed Orange Cassidy and Jay Lethal. I thought that match was really <coughs> fun to watch. Uh, Dumpster match was also pretty fun too. The homage to the New Age Outlaws, right? Uh, with the stuff they were wearing, and then of course the um, the throwing in the the throwing the dumpster. the dumpster off the stage. Yeah, yeah. Pretty uh, pretty fun. Pretty fun. You know, it's um, it's fun. Well, you know, you mentioned Orange Cassidy. I think now you you're starting to see, even though every match he had was always really, really good. But I think you're starting to see a little bit of a change in his character. You know, maybe just as the way he acts in ring, maybe he's a little bit more aggressive. It's a lot. Of, it's maybe a little bit less that uh, la- the lazy uh, act that he does. He still does it, obviously, because that that's mm-hmm. what gets a pop. But I right. feel that there's a little bit more intensity in his character. And he kind of, because, uh, you know, AEW, for, for those who may not know, AEW is actually represented at the Comic-Con this year the san diego show right <clears throat> they had a lot of q a's with um you know some members of the media and stuff like that like Britt mm-hmm. and uh, orange cassidy were together right and uh we had some you know, jericho was there too and you actually CM punk s- as well no cm punk and uh what's her name jade cargill were kind of like on the same like they fielding questions and so on and so forth mm-hmm. and hearing see hearing orange cassidy actually speak was kind of like almost he's maybe taking the, the the his character a little bit more seriously, you know, and you can kind of see it. It's starting to slowly change a little bit, you know. He shouldn't go full blown that he completely. Yeah, I don't think he's going lazy. to. No, right. no, no, and th- and that's fine because that's what that's what his appeal. That's what is. made him. Yeah, yeah, you know. But the, if he if he adds a little bit more intensity, if you look at his matches, like the match he had against Will Osprey, my God, right? Yeah, you know. I'm like a lazy guy wouldn't perform that much. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of, but he's been slowly doing that though. I feel too. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I really enjoy the slow pace of that because you can't full blown him. All right, guys, I'm no longer lazy. I'm a hardworking son of a bitch. That's going to put on a great match every single time. No, I'm still going to go see my fans and, you know, just give them a little tap. Yeah. Which, what's cool with him is that he's able to kind of bring the character, bring the, the crowd up and down within the same match. Right, and there's not yeah. a lot of wrestlers that can do that and pull it off as well as yeah. he does. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. That's uh, and uh, that tag match too. Uh, this is the first time I've noticed Jamie Hader uh, being so good in the ring. Really? Maybe that's just a me thing. I don't know. Like this is the first time I really like noticed her full fledged on that she was doing a lot, especially in a tag match. Maybe. Uh, but I really felt she, like her and Britt together, were like fantastic. So yeah, I don't know yeah, if yeah. I just wasn't 
paying attention to her before and whatever, but this is one that really got me noticing her a lot and I was impressed. So sure. I was really yeah. excited by that. Uh, I guess I've by the sound her. of it. Yeah. I, I'm okay. missing, I was been, I've been missing something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just, I think she's had some really good singles matches too. I mean, the one that she had against um, uh, Tony Storm, during the um, the Owen Hart uh, the the Owen Hart classic. Oh shit! Yes. Okay, that was a fucking. Oh my god, match, that yeah. was awesome. That yeah. was very very good match. Uh, and it's good. I mean, it's good that Jamie Hader really shows uh, what she can do, and a lot of the other females too. Because I'm still gonna take AW's women's division over WWE's anytime. And I think if the women are able to really, really show what they can do. If AEW would ever do an all-woman show, I think it would be very, very good to watch from start to finish. Like I think WWE did it, right, a few years ago? Uh, Evolution, yeah. Evolution, yeah. And you had some matches or that Revolution. were good, but whichever, Probably yeah. Revolution. Really, yeah. <laughs> but it was it was somewhat forgettable. You might have had some, some memorable moments with the, the bigger names, but I mean, if, if AEW's women tend to, like, be able to be really, really good workers. They have a really good support staff. Like Dustin, Dustin Rhodes works a lot with the women. Right. Um, you know, you have someone like Vicky Guerrero, even though she's not a wrestler, but just to give that kind of pep talk or kind of um, uh, she has a knowledge, a lot enthousiasm, of knowledge. Well, of, of course, yeah. Like it kind of right. give that little enthusiasm, maybe that some of the women need. Maybe they give them a little mm -hmm. kick. You know, that's it. They have a really, really good support staff, AEW. And, you know, you have to applaud Tony. Uh, like you said earlier, he's kind of adding people to his his staff, maybe to kind of help right. out with creative and, you know, uh, talent relations sort of things. So to have, right. you know, as far as the women is, are concerned, it's 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 growing and growing. And you can see that it's 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 going, it's heading in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, and it's been a slow build, but, you know, it's getting there. It's yeah. getting there. Um, and yeah, really, honestly, no complaints. So Jericho is going to be the one facing Moxley next week. Um, right. That should be fun as well. Um, that was also a fantastic match. I can't wait to really see Jericho's full-fledged Lionheart gimmick. Um, he pulled some of his little old-school moves with the Lion Tamber uh, and the back the back uh the the moonsault from the the middle of the rope there right um so yeah uh i really have no complaints with what dynamite did um but looting to uh the, that woman's pay-per-view uh might not be too far in the future because AEW has trademark all elite woman um which might be rumored for another either a show uh like um um a, t a t tv uh, show like a TV show kind of thing, like a um, reality show, or that might potentially be a name for a pay-per-view, which yeah. Elite Woman does not sound like a great name, but I mean, maybe that might be what they're going to call them now instead of, I think it was Heels, All Elite Heels or something. But yeah, I think but that's the, just their social... Yeah, yeah that was like more the... Network yeah, they, they, had, they had like kind of like a reality show kind of tied into that a little bit. Oh, they uh, did. Maybe, okay, maybe maybe not like a full fledged like not like total divas kind of thing, 
Okay. But uh, they had something like that. Like there was a lot of events where women were a part of certain things, like a lot of social events that were tied around the all elite he the the heels. Uh, uh, okay. The heels like name. Uh, mm -hmm. So so. Yeah, I mean, if they've trademarked that, that's interesting to see where they're gonna go with that. It could be a show. I I, I would I don't think you you'd have I would think you should do a pay per view first to see how it will go because. I think to throw it down people's throats right away and say, here, here's about an hour or two of just women's wrestling might not be received as well. Whereas if you give them a pay-per-view and that's right. well received leading into maybe about an hour program, that could be, that could be better. And an hour program might be, might be the way to go for that too. A little rampage style kind yeah. of. Uh, just for women. I, and I, and I think that's what AEW kind of needs because there's so much, on AEW, right? You can do it once like, a month. I think once a month would be a good thing too. Oh yeah, because you, you're not you're not force feeding it down people's throats too much. You're giving right. it time to breathe, and you're giving it a time to grow. That if it really becomes something else, then maybe you can do it a weekly thing, or it could be a monthly thing. You know, I would I would do it monthly. Like have like say maybe a monthly event dedicated to just the uh, AEW women. Yeah, uh, Battle of the Belts is it the third one or the fourth one? Uh, I think it's the third. I'm not quite sure. Because we'll be... Oh, no. Okay, it's three. They already announced the fourth one, though. Because um, that is coming up this Saturday. So I don't want to... I want to make sure at least that I do mention it. Uh, that's where we will get Thunder Rosa versus uh, Jamie Hayter. Okay. Um, Jay Lethal... Well, it's going to be Sanjay De no, Sanjay De It's going to be um, Claudio Castanoli versus um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. Uh, hey, this is a shitty. Is this for Battle of the Belts? This is for Battle of Belts 3, yeah. So it's Claudio Castanoli versus why don't you just give me the yeah, Claudio Castanoli will defend against Konosuke Takashita. Oh, take shitter. Yeah, it's true. He's wrestling take shit take shitter. <laughs> take a shitter, yeah. On yeah, Saturday, August sixth. Um Jay Lethal along with Sanjay Dutt and uh Santam Singh have been making yeah, so they're gonna face off with the best oh no, Wardlow. Nope, nope. I'm just uh, they're just talking about other shit here. Yeah, Wardlow against Jay Lethal. De yes, so Wardlow versus Jay Lethal. And I think that's what's going to be your battle of the belts, which you'll have titles for everything. So you're going to have the ROH that's, that's championship. Not, that's that's, not, bad. Yeah, that's, that's not bad. That's probably one of their best battle of the belt cards out so far. Yeah. They did two before, but this Saturday, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. Um, don't remember how Takeshita wrestles, but uh, we'll certainly see. And it's kind of interesting. Because uh, this will be his first chance at a U.S. championship in terms of a title in the U.S. kind of thing. Well, didn't so, he didn't he wrestle against Moxley? I think he he wrestled against not Moxley for the title first. though. It was an interim belt. Yeah, was it for the title? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a dynamite. Oh. Yeah. Okay, because they they did a whole segment on like I'm, I'm fair. I'm fairly time. I'm fairly certain. Yeah, I'm pretty sure okay. he wrestled Moxley. Well, uh, yeah, like shortly after. Or maybe Moxley it's for ROH. Then maybe I kind of yeah, 
yeah, maybe yeah. that's uh no, he's he's a pretty good talent yeah and i think you know having him because i think in AEW he gets a little bit lost in the shuffle so having him on roh maybe right. a little bit more would make sense and uh i think having claudio win the belt is a good way of kind of rebuilding the roh name yeah because you're definitely thinking, not gonna lose that's for sure no not not right now not, not right now, now. but I, I don't see him. I don't see him being ROH champion for a very long time because I think he's gonna eventually gonna be more a little bit more full time with like heading AEW. towards an AW match. I wouldn't right. be surprised him taking the belt off of Wardlow, the TNT title, eventually. I see that. That would be cool. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, will he be able to do the Cesaro swing though? Is my question. Of course he can. He did it to the great Kali. Come on. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> But you know, it, it's it, it'll be interesting to see. I think that's a good match in a lot of in a lot of ways because you know how Claudio wrestles, right? And it would be a chance to see how good Wardlow really wrestles. Yeah, because Wardlow's you, you, gonna you have to step of, it up a notch. You kind of you kind of got a little bit of that when he wrestled Orange Cassidy a little bit, or even Cody. But this was also way back when. Yeah, yeah, but that was a steel you cage know. match too. So that's fair. Yeah, so it's a little different. I mean, you know, he could. You, it, it seems like he's given moments where you know he can go, that he can give you right. a good 10, 15-minute match that's solid, you know, that's believable, that you can get behind. But he has to have a guy that is, you know, maybe just as big as him, strong guy, you know, mm-hmm. that where it's believable, where it's just not another fucking squash match where it's powerbomb, 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 one, two, three, okay, you know. Right. I think AEW's problem that they're facing is that right now, and I think I might have mentioned this in the past show, he's getting the Goldberg push. Yeah. Let, let, let's let not keep that too far because then people are eventually going to hate him, especially if he's just squashing people like the way Goldberg would. Right. Well, I mean, again, and, and, with, and with the Orange Cassidy thing, uh, when he actually put on a full-fledged match with Orange Cassidy, um, I, I think maybe they're going to step away from that because I don't know how I, I me, I'm still pissed off of how do you squash Scorpio Sky the way that you did, but then you don't squash Orange Cassidy in that same manner. Sure, I get it. You want to protect Orange Cassidy. He's one of your pillars to an extent, but, right. you know, for doing it to a, a really good wrestler like Scorpio Sky, although he's not given the time of day necessarily in AE dubs. Um, you know, is a bit um, is a bit annoying to me, and hopefully they just stop with the squashes. Period. Yeah. Um, Ethan Page. Um, I liked his segment, and I think he's definitely now going a different route. Um, you know, using almost that Jonathan Gresham, like <sighs> no one's paying attention to me. I am the best. I am the best. Starting with this why, 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 why thing, um, um, got me wanting more. Like I really like Ethan Page. I remember him in Impact, and he's freaking phenomenal. Uh, but he did just you- never did anything necessarily in AE Dubs. Was lot, was him know? saying that he had the tightest tits in the game? Was that something that really kind of drew you? No, into I just thought he was a good. <laughs> I just thought he was a good wrestler. I didn't necessarily like his karate stuff. Segments yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were funny, yeah. but like you know, a bit much, a bit over the top. <clears throat> well, you see, he, it, you know, 
kind of going into what you said now and talking about Scorpio Sky, I think Scorpio Sky separating himself from that faction helps him. Right. It doesn't do him like it, it did good to kind of cement him as a decent heel because you know Dan yeah. Lambert was a great talker great and talker. uh I think Scorpio Sky was able to do a pretty good promo. Ethan Page does a good promo. But I think for him to really evolve, he kind of has to be on his own. He shouldn't really be in a tag team. Right. Because if that tag team, for that to work, they should have had a run with the belts. Just exactly. To see, yeah. Just to see how that tag team, that dynamic worked. I mean, they're, they're not bad Who's together. Who's the champions right now? What's that? Who's the champions right now? Uh, well, it's, it's not FTR. Shit. Yeah, it is FTR. No, they're they're um, they're IWGP and ROH titles uh, champions. Shit, who's AEW? Oh no, swerving <laughs> their swerving our glory. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay, I even forgot. Yeah, how can I forget? I remember. See that? I love that match too. Yeah. That was a great match. No, but they haven't done anything since, right? That wasn't last week. That was like two. It was two weeks, it was, ago. It was two weeks ago. But then they had uh, I think last the celebration. week they had the uh, the celebration thing. Oh, so... they're they're fighting on rampage though. So there is that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, no, that's good. That's good. I'm a little dis- like not disappointed, but I'm interested to see where they're gonna go with Ricky Starks. It's obvious he's most likely gonna turn face. You know, after he got attacked two weeks ago. By, well, I uh, don't know, but I think Hobbs is face. Oh, really? After he got I attacked? Think... After he well, attacked if, Ricky Starks? Well, if you saw on Dynamite, though, right? So Hobbs beat some guy whatever mm. squash match ren simons or something right. uh beat him and then ricky starts came out and hobbs just knocked him down um so i don't necessarily know i almost figured that hobbs would be the face because ricky starks was talking trash uh about yeah, everything but, that he could do yeah but that could that could also be just like not your traditional face mm. you know but i mean if you look at the way it was set up He's pouring his heart out during after he lost, you know, and then all of a sudden, boom, he gets hit. So for powerhouse Hobbs, for uh, Will Hobbs to be uh, that is true, the heel, yeah, it wouldn't make much sense. So yeah, no, but you're right because he was like, oh, it wasn't last year, it wasn't this year, you know, yeah, yeah. It sounds very like a face promo. That's fair, but he did it in a way that was not cheesy. Which I like. Right. Yeah. No, uh, he's really a lot of people loved him from the get go, Starks. But yeah. again, this is one of those people I've kind of noticed where when he would get angry, his promos for me would stick out more. And yeah. so I really enjoy them now. And <laughs> he's absolutely right. He's definitely the future is now for him kind of yeah. thing. Uh, I would have no John Cena pun intended. Yeah. But you know, I would have, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of a, a run between him and Hobbs against uh, Swerve and Our Glory. I think those yeah. two tag teams are really, really good together. They really uh, that, well. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was very, very good. But I'm not, I'm not disappointed. Uh, I'm a little disappointed in that they split up. But at the end of the day, I like to see where Ricky goes from here, and and Will but, Hobbs too. And Hobbs. I mean, and now yeah. that uh, Taz Team Taz is no longer a thing, that's done. He just Pretty announced much, it yeah. like that. So I'm kind of like, okay, you know what? That's that's perfect. Yeah. We don't really – I don't know what that means for the FTW championship. Um, I but... think it's just, this is just a way to give Hook another little push. Kind of like, like what Ricky did. It was just to like, you know. Well, he's kind push. of already over though. 
Yeah, you know but mean? you mean you mean Hook? Yeah, Hook. He he is, but I think Danhausen helped a lot with that too. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that that's helped. Fair point. He, I mean, Hook was over, yes. You know, like the that the whole handsome devil thing that they were giving that moniker to him. Right. The, the, the fact that he would say nothing in his promos, yeah. But I the think the fact that when, he would hook you in. Hmm? Yeah. Hmm? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh my god. <sighs> He's starting. I the whole hook and be... switch. Oh, shut up. Fuck. Go sing go, go sing in the shower again. But anyway, All right. so uh the um, <laughs> Well, I was gonna say, I uh, see you. See, you lo- I lost my train of thought because you had to hook me with your best shot. That's not even the lyric, so be quiet. I know it's hit me. It's hit so. Me. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> the uh, I think he he was on the right track, but putting him with someone like Danhausen, and that's another guy too. And you look about it, and you look think about it. The guy does when the little. Yeah, no, that's what happens when I do a show only with you. I, I fuck up my words. We were doing so good. Yeah. So yeah. Good. Go go search for peanuts <laughs> as I try to get my train of thought back together. So he uh Danhausen's the kind of guy that does so little but gets so over. Yeah, and like it, Orange Cassidy. And more more so, I think I think more so yeah. than Orange Cassidy because he's just so over. And it's int- and he's a good worker. I mean, he's able to yeah. put on good matches. Yeah. I mean, even the little the little matches that he's done in AEW, I think were really good. He's mm-hmm. like he, he knows how to work, but just that whole persona works. And it's it's yes, it's a comedy thing, but it's not too but it's not like, cheesy. It's not too it's, cheesy. It works. It's not our tr- yeah. it's not tr- it's not our truth esque, where it's oh. just that it gets to a point where it's like okay, right. I'm done with this shit. You know. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of hope. Because at the same time, I do think Danhausen Danhausen can't be alone necessarily. Though I do think uh, Danhausen with Orange Cassidy does work really well for them. They don't yeah. over cheese. It's not overly cheesy to have them both together. I thought no, their no. their tag match was fun as hell. You know what I mean. So I do hope they do keep doing that somehow, although your guess you're giving Orange Cassidy a push. But that's not to say that you can't just have him tag. You know what I mean? And maybe do stuff on Rampage or whatever for tag matches or whatever have you. Don't yeah. need them for the titles yet because I don't see Swerve and Glory losing it anytime soon. Um, but yeah, no, uh, definitely pure entertainment gold there. And uh, I would agree with you on that, that Housen probably does less and still has that same pop that Orange Cassidy would have. Just, just him, just him coming out. Yeah, and and, and that just, accent. This is expressions. If you ever, if you ever see, he actually, um, that well, because Danhausen is his actual last name, but the guy Donovan Danhausen does an interview with Chris Chris Van Vliet, mm-hmm. where he's out of makeup and he's actually talking normal. Oh, and you can, and it's like you can kind of hear that little like screechy voice that he does. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's an interesting thing. You should go check it out on YouTube. It's it's really really cool to see him out of makeup. You know, they they kind of play it off as if Chris Van Vliet is using CG, so that the makeup <laughs> is off. But it's actually okay. cool. Like to hear him talk about you know how he got into the business and so on and so forth. It's it's really cool. You should go check it out. Snap. And he was actually right. he was actually on Conan O'Brien's podcast, believe it or not. Because oh really? Yeah, because Danhausen actually has credited 
a lot of his character based off of like Simpsons references and Conan O'Brien because you know Conan O'Brian Conan O'Brien would always do that thing too. He, he right? used to write. He, he used to write voice. for this. Yeah, he used to write for the Simpsons too. So he he's even said oh, that he, he took a lot of influence for that Dan Housen character off of things that he's watched on TV. So it's oh. uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, nice. Definitely, uh, if I remember, I'll definitely put that link in the doobly doos as well. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, the doobly doos. Um, um, and I don't know if there's necessarily much anymore aside from because, yeah, there really wasn't that much really big news. Uh, obviously, we have more superstars talking about uh, Vince retiring and so on. Um, Look, a lot of people that worked with Vince are basically saying that people uh, that look, a lot of the fans are fools if you're praising the change um, and that the guy is a workaholic and whatnot. Uh, and look, that's understandable. You know, we know him as fans, whereas if you do work with the guy, you do learn to appreciate his work ethic uh, in a different kind of manner. You know what I mean? You're not behind the scenes. Yeah. You don't know. We don't know, obviously. Uh, so totally different context. And a lot of people are just spazzing over that like oh why would they say like guys you don't know anything the you think you know everything but you don't know squat of what goes on in the back you know Um, he he definitely deserves the credit obviously a shit ton of credit for what he's accomplished you know no doubt absolutely maybe not in the extent that eric bischoff gives because i think eric bischoff would just blow vince mcmahon you know, like right. if you see some of the rants he's given against AEW and how great Vince is, and yes, Vince has been great, and mm-hmm. like even like kind of like what you alluded to too, like uh, on Kevin Nash's podcast because he has a podcast too now, and he he does it with the guy who did the the U shoots. I don't know if you remember him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He does a podcast with Sean Oliver, and it's kind of right. like he, they basically both alluded to yes, which give him a shit ton of credit. But at the same time, we're not going to condone any form of sexual harassment that may may have happened, you know. Because right. you have to you have to still keep an open mind to that, because you know, yes, innocent until proven well, guilty. But I mean, did happen though. He literally <clears throat> gave hush money for those specific. Yeah, that that yeah, but I mean, it, 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 I mean, obviously, there's been like sexual harassment, you know, right? Talk come out. Whether that's true or not is, is remains to be seen. You know, we don't we don't know the full story, but right. I mean, I think you you can't you can't credit you can't uh, discredit what Vince has done. Absolutely not. No, you can't. No, you, you can't. can't. Uh, I mean, guys, at the end of the day, he's your whole reason for, uh, well, him and obviously the writers and so on for your Attitude Era. Uh, sure that WCW helped with that with you know NWO and beating them in the ratings, but Vince still took. <laughs> Uh, that's you know that's everyone's whole like looking back at the golden era of WWE. You know what I mean? So, and, and one one uh, thing you have to give him credit for too is that it seemed like even during bad times, he took the heat for it. He didn't try to shit throw the heat on anybody else because he was the figurehead of the company. It's almost like he took that brunt, you know. And that's that's another for and that's another credit you have to give him too. But I don't know. Yeah, uh, and I, I, I think, and that's why I think he's so such a controlling person, though, because right. he wants to be able to take the responsibility of it going wrong just as well as the responsibility of it going right. I think that's just something that was 
within him as a growing up and that's how what he likes to do if yeah this works it's on me if it doesn't work it's on me either right. way though uh ego and whatever have you and narcissism and so on can get to someone uh and you know it's mixed with a whole combination of other things that aren't good moral trait moral traits so right. you know that's that's just him but for sure uh happy he's gone respect him for what he's done for the company uh and that's literally what you get yeah. with a lot of his staff members talking about yeah. that but i mean in reality i don't think there's really the bigger biggest news was just more rick flair is still like alive he's doing well uh yeah. naomi and sasha uh, potentially might be coming back um yeah, that's that's really kind of uh, there wasn't necessarily anything. Uh, it's almost like there was a, there was a lot that happened in the past week, or but not past three weeks. Crazy really. newsworthy, yeah. you know. What I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. They're, they're, that's it, right? There's no, there's no Vince McMahon is retiring news, right? I, I don't think we're gonna get something no, like that I, unless yeah. unless unless something else. Unless let's say any investigation comes on, there's new information about the allegations that's right. really newsworthy. Because other mm -hmm. than that, it's like he retired. Okay, let's let's not harp on this for you know forever. Right. Exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, so Sasha Banks and Naomi are going to be at Chicago's Comic Con this week. Uh, oh. as well so you'll you know for those of you in the chicago area going to that that should be pretty fun uh maybe we'll know more by then uh, if she talks to a fan or something or she does an interview uh with someone will she be coming back to wwe we'll definitely keep all of you guys posted and the uh, doobly pretty much in the down below in the doobly doos exactly uh i guess this is where we uh turn the lights off um don't make a sexual joke. I feel like it was coming. Um, yeah, where can they follow you, though? Good well, sir. Only on social media. Yes, yes, yes. Very important. Uh, you can follow me uh, on Twitch at uh, Jeff underscore 973 and on Twitter at Jeff 973. Um, I talk about a different... Uh, I'm, I, on Twitch, I don't oh. really stream very much, but I'll stream some games that I'm playing on various consoles. Yeah. What, what did you want to add? Yes. Speaking of games, yes. the trailer for AEW Fight Forever has been released. <sighs> yes. And you can now pre-order it. I feel like not in Canada yet, but you can now pre-order it uh, in the States as well as in the UK. Uh, there's no date yet. So maybe that's why there's nothing in Canada because you can only put it on your wish list here. But trailer has been released. Uh, if you go to THQ Nordic... I believe it is dot com. Yeah. Nordic? What, what is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Well, why? How do you pronounce it? No, it's just the way you said it. You emphasize the dick part. The dick? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nordic. 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 It's done. THQ's website. Uh, those links will might be down below in the doobly doos as well, where you can find out all the information of the match types. There will be a Bob Dwyer match. Hopefully, it's better than the one that we saw. Yeah, maybe uh, a, little, a little bit of a bigger explosion. Maybe, hopefully, hopefully. Yes. Uh, and there's going to be uh, a lot of emphasis on co-op, online co-op as well. That's so, cool. Uh, sounds pretty interesting. Uh, we might even maybe do something on the real talk for that 
uh talk about that because i think yeah. there's also a, a video game thing coming up soon too or whatever we'll we'll see um and yeah so aew fight forever officially announced no official date trailer uh is out there we'll have the links uh down there as well i feel like i shouldn't say doobly-doos i've said it way too many times after you uh have um named uh name dropped it on me um but yeah <laughs> links will be there for that uh jeff <coughs> t i am sorry uh socials that's where you can follow them yeah. him yeah, um, them, him yeah him, more than one person uh, fair uh at wtn at wtn wrestling uh follow us uh there you have it uh over there follow us on our socials facebook instagram twitter uh at wtn wrestling unless if it's on twitch where it's uh wtn underscore wrestling talk now um i don't think i even did it wrong for I'm trying to read my own thing. It's, it's uh, your, it's WTN. your, it's your own, your own like things that you got, you run and you don't even remember it. Like what the hell, man? I didn't, I didn't put the socials up though. That's, that's kind of the thing. And then he changes it every so often, and it's weird. So uh, links are right there. But on Twitch, it's WTN underscore Wrestling Talk Now. Um, at Wrestling Talk Now is the fucking uh, every on every other social media. On my right. Twitch though. JLB TLC 25. I do a lot of WB 2K22 as well as a lot of other various video game streaming. Um, and Real Talk Radio is also the brand for that, where I talk about a little bit of everything from wrestling, not from wrestling. I do too many wrestling podcasts, so that sticks there. But for movies, music, video games, uh, to everything else uh around in any kind of entertainment fashion and uh that is it i'd like to thank you guys for uh joining us for the ambrosias of the world the cows of the world um thank you to also uh the guy, it's the guy who the, yeah the guy mr. who just said mr. Random emojis. emojis yeah mr yeah emojis. and uh, of course mr cash as always you can follow mr cash at mr cash on twitch as well he also plays a lot of uh get uh, video games he likes uh no man's sky a lot so you'll see him play that if you're okay. a no man's sky uh cool. fan yeah yeah not too shabby uh and that is pretty much it so uh obviously if you want to know more we'll keep you posted on all the socials there of what goes down um and uh that is it jeff thank you for showing up uh Pleasure. and not being a mark good sir thank you uh, never never it's never a mark fair enough uh yeah and uh we'll look forward to seeing you guys next week and hopefully uh see what else triple h does on smackdown uh and then raw and then we'll see what comes out of it hopefully it is for the better uh and we will find out and we'll talk to you then on next thursday's rundown but until then oh i do not have the outro ready at all this is uh, a new era is beginning. A new era is beginning, folks. Where is that damn outro? Oh, that's not even the right one. A oh, new era know. is beginning. Until next time, though. Ciao for now. Oh. <laughs>